money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Good morning. <laughs> I won't tell the listeners what we've already been talking about. You know, well, we've been talking about money. So yeah, it's all good. So because this is the show, <laughs> and that where we I talk get access to our issues. bank account, which yeah. is a yeah. Well, that's anyway. a good thing. Yeah, it is. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, we're not. Thanks going for there. joining us in the middle of our conversation <laughs> here this morning. So a uh, few little housekeeping things just to to keep you on track. If you have not uh, downloaded our podcast off the podcasting platform that is your favorite one please do so and when you do it just rate us that's always a good thing so again we're on itunes we're on google play we're on spotify if we're not on your podcasting platform feel free to just reach out and we'll see what we can do about that if you don't know what a podcast is, then feel free to go to morethanenough.ca or chri.ca and you can just listen any old time on that one and catch uh, previous shows and they're all archived there. And as well, you get a little hook over to Reb's blog because Reb generally, not every time, eh, Reb? But no, it's been a little bit slower. Most times there's a blog that's associated with the radio show where a little deeper, yes. some other conversation. So all of the resources there, we love the feedback. Um, and as a little, I guess, milestone, I heard recently that in terms of the downloads on the podcast, there were 7,000, so we're over 7,000 downloads on our podcast that's fun. Thank yeah. you. And we're Thank not you. quite three years, and we were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. It's been about two and a half years we've been doing this. So, cool. yeah. And we don't do it alone, and no. that's really key. And today's show is sponsored by Richard and Nanda and the good folks over at Precision Diesel. And if you own a diesel and you want more power, then <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Richard is the guy yeah. to go talk to. Yeah, Nanda, don't talk maybe Nanda, not so no. much, but, but Richard, absolutely. So uh, you can just call Precision at 774-6619. That's 613-774-6619. And uh, Richard will give you all the lowdown, how to get more power out of your diesel. Or if you just uh, want to get some good, honest automotive advice and i know coming from the industry that sometimes you feel like well i'm not quite sure i get i know with richard and nanda and the team you're going to get the honest um and and the straight up goods so there you go call precision diesel 613-774-6619 if you're in the ottawa area yeah it's great but we also get help from ray again oh, today yes. You know, we have people who sponsor the show, but then we get, you know, Ray we get the ones that show up. Yeah. <laughs> Ray has to put up with us once a month. So welcome to the show, Ray. <laughs> oh, if, thank if, you, guys. If you haven't uh, tuned in on the show, Ray is a regular guest on our show. Ray is the Ministry Liaison for Financial Discipleship Canada. And, of course, the, the website is not mine.ca there. So all kinds. Of, and, and Ray, really, his... Why we love having Ray on the show is is because Ray is connected to a lot of resources. So many times we have people come and say, I need a resource or I need something like this. And and I'm actually connecting with Ray because what we do at More Than Enough is the day-to-day, one-on-one, face-to-face coaching. And what 
Ray does is provide those resources, those things that are more educational, and you might have a small group that you want to include. Or So Ray, Ray can talk to that a little bit in, in a second. But that's really why we love having you on the show, Ray, is, is just Thank you, you. the resources and the connection there. And we love your, your insight and wisdom. So, mm. Well, thank you, Dave and Rebecca. It's great to be with you again this morning. Good. And, and you know what? We, we've got Ray. Reb is abdicating, is abdicating the right word? Yeah, abdicating her, her role in bringing the scripture because <laughs> Ray's going to bring the scripture this morning. So we... Well, uh, well, the scripture for this morning in our program is Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Now, this was a verse... I never knew existed until I actually began to read one of our um, resources, a book called Your Money Counts. And actually, uh, then as my wife and I led a study called Navigating Your Finances God's Way, actually, I delved into it much more deeper. Mm-hmm. And um, in, the, in, in the message version, it says it this way, the poor are always ruled over by the rich. So don't borrow and put yourself under their power. Mm-hmm. And I found that very striking for myself. I guess I just had never thought about it in that context and realizing that when I'm borrowing money, actually they're deciding where some of my money is going then by me hooking up with them mm-hmm. and coming up under their control. So I actually lose, in some senses, the ability to direct where my money goes because immediately each month, whether through automatic withdrawal or a bill that shows up in my mail or on my email account says, this is how much money you owe us. Yeah. And typically, I mean, uh, that money is automatically, like it's not too often when you're in debt, and, and this is an interesting observation, if I have a hydro bill, they send me the bill, and often it's, in a sense, up to me to decide, do I pay that every month myself, or do I put it on an automatic payment? But when you're talking about debt, there's often not a choice. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the creditor will say, sorry, if you want to borrow money from me, then we are automatically going to take the money out of your account. You, you don't get the choice to every month pay us, right? And that's really quite interesting, whether you look at your credit card, whether you look at a car loan, whether you look at a student loan, or whether you look at a mortgage, all of those are the, the, the creditor reaches in and grabs the money without you kind of saying, well, wait a minute, if there isn't enough, can I stop it? No, <laughs> no, you better make sure there's enough there, right? So. Well, and even with credit cards, as you're saying, I'm thinking, uh, you know what, the more I put on my credit card, that payment each month is not a stable thing, like a mortgage you can set up. But a credit card, the interest starts coming in there and your minimum payments, if that's what you're making, start getting larger larger and larger. So then you actually are losing even the ability to plan because you don't know what that's going to look like unless you're that um, astute to figure out Mm -hmm. what the interest rate would be in doing that. But then I suspect you wouldn't be in debt either. There you go, right? (laughs) I mean, the other thing, and, and Ray, when you were reading that scripture, the, the thought came to mind, he, you know, he who has the money makes the rules. And, oh, and often that's, uh, I, I know I've said that many hundreds of times in, in the context of debt and saying, listen, I'm sorry, you, you, know, you committed to this and, and you may not like the rules around the, the loan that you've got, but the point is, is he who has the money 
yeah, makes yeah. the rules, whether it's the interest rate cost or the repayment structure or whatever it is. So, but that's why they. I was just writing down the word power. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where that you know money is power, politically, economically. Like it, it's that's why because the people who have the money make the decisions, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. can tell us this is the way it's going to go. Right. So people who come to you for a mortgage, it's not like some people do come in and say, well, this is what we want. And that's great that you want it that way. But times are changing. And actually, this is what Mm -hmm. they can offer you. And you can't have exactly what you want. Sometimes. Right. Uh, And again, sometimes it is, um, you know, as we navigate, even even with the, the mortgage thing. The, there's four or five page document typically, sometimes a little bit longer, that outlines the rules of repayment and how that goes. But even and, the rules about wanting to pay more back. Yes. Like, yeah. so if mm-hmm. you want to pay more yes. back and get out of debt quicker, is can sometimes there, you're restricted. The, sometimes yeah. you're restricted to it. So it's actually, that to me is quite an interesting thought that you want to get out of debt faster, but the lender is saying, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to you see the power imbalance then, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then because the, is that because they'll make more money on the interest? Like, is that oh, all why kinds they d- of reasons? But I mean, in the end, again, when we think of say a mortgage contract or a, or a Visa, Mastercard, or any kind of contract that you sign as part of be going into debt, there are rules around that, right? There are um, you're committing to a certain. This is what it is. If it's a credit card, then, hey, you're committing to pay back the interest cost only at the end of the month, and they determine what those are, and you have 21 days to pay that back, and there's a grace period, and so forth and so forth. I mean, that's all the fine print that we never like to read, but that's what all the fine print is all mm-hmm. about, right, is, is essentially allowing the, the, the creditor to... Right, because that also changed a couple of years ago that it became a 21-day window for visas mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. credit cards, right? Payback happens within 21, and it they they shortened it. Yeah. So it makes it harder to pay back. Mm, just shorter Maybe, period of time. Shorter yep. period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So how does that relate to, again, we're, we're going, we start with the scripture where, you know, this is truth. I mean, the, the and I love the scriptures like this because, there's it's it's sin is not a de- a sin <laughs> sorry debt is, is not, not a sin, sin but it is a weight and here's the warning here's the the heart of god coming out in in this proverb to say listen just don't get into debt like here's here's the reality is when you sign on the, the dotted line to get into debt then you're going to become a slave you're going to become enslaved and and there it is there's the truth of of that whole I guess, area of, in terms of our finances. And I think scripture talks about in other ways, and we'll probably do another show about that, is, is about avoiding it and what we can do to avoid it. But Ray, I was just thinking, in your experience, is the culture of normacy around the debt, you know, in the sense of, oh, everybody has a car payment, so it's all good. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, like, right. do you that's experience right. that? That's right. Oh, I, you know what? I, I did my own self. You know, for many, many years, most of our married lives. Um, as a, I was reflecting, I recently had to share my money story on a conference call with a number of ministry directors for Compass, actually last week. And so I had to kind of think through my own journey and that whole sense of 
recognizing, you know, debt had just become a normal, everyday kind of aspect of living. Uh, you know, I mean, credit cards we always paid off, but a line of credit, well, that can fluctuate. You can make the payments on that, you know. Um, we, we, our mortgage was a HELOC, and so we, we, we just paid the interest, and we never paid more than that. And so that just seemed to be the normal thing. And the bits I would learn from others was like, well, that's pretty much the way they do that. So it's like, okay, we have that's just mm-hmm. to hear somebody actually say, okay, the house is paid off. I have no debt and all that kind of stuff. It's a rarity. And so for me, it was just like, that's just a normal kind of everyday experience. And then seeing the scripture is like, actually, I realized I put myself into a place of slavery. Mm-hmm. And what? why would I do that to myself? I guess it's mm-hmm. just even striking me once again, how we do that without realizing what we put ourselves under. Just that sense of, you know, God's given us boundaries in his word. When we step into our car, there are rules on the road. Well, they were developed for our own protection. Well, in God's word, in this one particularly, he's saying, recognize that you enter into slavery when you are borrowing. Mm-hmm. So we're making a choice in that process, and the 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 the, the significance is really impacting me this morning. It's like God, perhaps I know in my own life I became aware of slavery to money. I think we get into slavery in mm-hmm. some other areas mm-hmm. of our life, but even in this significant day to day aspect of our lives. I put myself often in that position, and why would I do that? If I think about it, if I pull back and stop, why would, why? And maybe mm-hmm. I don't even recognize it. I didn't recognize it for so long, and I suspect many of us don't recognize then how we've entered into that place of slavery. We are serving somebody else. As we talked about a minute ago, the power, those who have influence and money, the banks, they have significant influence. They manage the, the interest rates and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... God wants us to be free of that. That's an amazing reality. And I, I've challenged this on the show before, and I'll, I'll just say it again. Take this verse as a, as a backdrop and then read through one of the Gospels. It doesn't matter which one, maybe all of them. It's not that long a read if you do it all in one. But read it from the context of how Jesus navigated his world without being enslaved mm-hmm. to money, without um, you know how he even as he spoke in parables and 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 shared what the kingdom of heaven was like and what the kingdom of God was like, um, you know it was not talking about slavery. I mean, you know, and and so I'll encourage you. Um, maybe I'll come back, Reb, remind me at the end of the show with the practical part to say, let's read the read Proverbs and then let's say, okay, now let's let's read a gospel with that as the backdrop mm-hmm. of. I'm not gonna. We're going to see how Jesus navigated this world that we live in right now, because it's not that different (laughs) in a lot of ways that Jesus was able to navigate us and give us an incredible picture of how we can live this life without being enslaved in the area of money, Um, because it can be done. And that's the encouraging, the exciting part is, is that we do have a model in Christ, and Mm -hmm. yes, you can, in fact, live a life that is free from debt. Um, and that may be a radical thought for a lot of people because it's like, wait a minute, no, how do we how do we navigate this world without going into debt? Um, because people are listening and thinking, oh, that's not possible. But right? it is. But it is possible because Jesus said it was. Yes. Do we have to maybe make some changes to our life? Yeah. Some t- mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus didn't 
he, he, I mean, he said, if you follow me, you don't have a place to lay your head. Like, mm-hmm. are you willing to That's follow right. me? And I, mm-hmm. he relied on other people in his ministry to feed him. I mean, there were some. Yeah, great, it was always inviting itself over. over to I know. Houses. I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, how would we like it if our neighbors said, "Oh, we're going to sell our house. Can we just come live with you?" <laughs> we might have something to say about that, but yeah. but I I mean, it's it's a shift in thinking. It's mm-hmm. outside the it box. Sure is. Yeah. What does it look like for you personally? And I mean, you asked the question, but I don't even think we can go there today. What? Why? Why do we enslave ourselves? I mean, mm. I mean, we weren't intending to go to that question, but the workshops we do at at more than enough we talk about that all the time what is the draw why do we and all i'm thinking is of you know when you're tired and it's winter and it's cold like we've had this year and you're just like i don't care i'm just going to go in debt for a trip south Mm -hmm. and you know what i'm done i just and why does our heart say we need a trip south if we don't have the money for it why do we willingly Go through, okay, so you have a week of enjoyment and relaxation and warmth. Some people would say it's worth it. But if it gets you $1,000 in debt and you're going to end up spending the next 18 months paying it off, is it worth it? Like, I mean, we have to ask ourselves the question, what is it that that trip gives us that we could find in Christ mm-hmm. that is better? But we're not even going there. We're not going to him. We're not going. He has a table that he constantly invites us to and says, come and eat. I mean, that's why I love Isaiah 55. Absolute favorite verses. You know, come to me. You know, you who have no money, come buy wine and milk. You who don't have, um, you know, come. He's saying, mm-hmm. come. Why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what doesn't satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight in abundance. I mean, he's telling us if we come to him and eat of him, eat of his words and being in his presence and whatever that looks like for you, maybe you have to go and discover what it means to spend time with Jesus like that, where you're eating with him and of him mm-hmm. so that your soul, that means it's not just your spirit. It's not your your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions are are going to be in abundance Mm -hmm. and that's going to be satisfied so if it's cold and wintry outside and you're feeling like i need to go south you won't need to i mean if you have the money go for it and have fun but if that's Mm -hmm. what you want to do but don't enslave yourself and i'm just i mean i'm speaking out of my own experience because we do it in all kinds of ways you know we go to netflix we go to the cupboard and eat a bucket of ice cream you know, yep. it's, it can mm-hmm. take any form. It doesn't, ju- it's not just debt, but it can take any form where we're looking for satisfaction. And instead, we are willing to go to be enslaved, carry this weight that mm-hmm. we've mentioned. Because yep. for what I, and, and, and I think some of it, and maybe again, it's just, is is it just part of that culture of as we, we, you know, Ray, you mentioned on the way in, I just, everybody's doing it and I never really put much thought into it. And then all of a sudden I'm confronted with this verse, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, with this scripture that says, oh, wait a minute, this isn't actually the best thing. This isn't my desire for you that you become enslaved to someone else in the area of money or anything else actually. But, you know, and so we go back to, oh, okay, if everyone else is doing it, then that must be the right thing to do, right? Right. 
And uh, I would say, no, maybe not, right? Maybe that's, I mean, I think in our current culture, the default position in our finances is debt. Um, we've essentially exchanged that whole convenience of plastic and debit cards and becoming disconnected from our cash. And when that happens, the, the default just ends up getting, we just end up getting into debt simply because there's more good things to buy <laughs> than we have money for. And when we're not paying attention and when we're not connected to what's actually going on in our bank accounts, we find ourselves in debt almost unintentionally. I mean, again, most people, when I, when I sit down with them and I say, okay, this month, are you planning to spend more than you make? Well, no, nobody really <laughs> says, oh, yes, Dave. Yeah, that, that's my plan is actually to spend more <laughs> yeah, money you, than I make. But then you will look at the numbers and that's exactly like, what's happening. And that's exactly <laughs> what, what's happening. So, so. so if people are unaware, like you had said at the beginning, you know, you didn't know this Bible verse was there. Yes, you hadn't right. like you got, I mean, even this morning, we're once again, we're getting all smacked with it again. Yes. Um, but. How, what does it look like if a person wonders whether they're carrying a weight? Maybe it's such a part of their life they don't recognize it anymore that it's a weight. What does it look like? Well, you know, I was pondering that earlier. Um, you know, so how does it, because I think we become so familiar with it, we don't even recognize it. So some of the thoughts that came to mind was we had read the arrival of our mail and the possibility mm-hmm. there'd be more bills in there or checking our email account because a lot of email um, accounts bills, are sent yeah. bills are sent that way. How about the times when we're regularly checking our bank balance? Is there enough in there? Am I overdrawn at this point? Mm-hmm. How am I going to balance things? I remember that time when I moved money from uh, credit card to credit card to credit card to just mm-hmm. make the minimum payments back mm-hmm. in those days. I mean, that was many years ago, but I hear those stories often mm-hmm. from people or they get a new one that's been sent to them and they can do that because the interest is reduced. And so they poured everything over to that one. But there's caught in this cycle then of doing the dance with it all the time. How about laying awake at night, just worrying and being anxious mm-hmm. or daydreaming about winning a lottery or money coming in from some inheritance or that kind of stuff? Um, what about... Um, Thinking about ending your life. Mm-hmm. I have heard those stories. Mm-hmm. People have confessed that to yep. me. They just feel like they've been so overwhelmed by it and got themselves into such a, a, a situation. And um, thinking about that video we watched earlier yeah. this year about a, a woman who talked about her husband ending it because mm-hmm. he just didn't know what to do anymore and lost his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even those who would consider running down to payday loans, you know, mm-hmm. a check comes in, they go in cash and they lose money to have that done or the payday. And then they're stuck under even more incredible slavery mm-hmm. um, that puts such a, a noose around their neck that they can't even seem to feel they'll ever get free of. So I think sometimes we're not aware of how we've just acclimatized and made it just part of normal living and yeah. recognizing God never intended us to walk in that place. Yeah, and I think one of the ones that, that uh, is is common in my conversations is, is people just simply avoiding it. Right? They yes. avoid conversations around money. They avoid, you know, sometimes avoiding the bills, but just just not even looking at their bank accounts and just going, oh, well, I just kind of spend until somebody says to, that I can stop and then I kind of make do. And, and so I'm not really paying attention. I don't really know the numbers. I don't really. You Even know. among husband and wives, oh, yes. how many husband and wives don't, I mean, avoid that whole conversation and looking at what the bank account says and actually saying to each other, you know what, we have to 
take responsibility and actually limit this. Now, now here's a, an encouraging thought, too, as, as you were reading those off, and, and I thought, but you know what? In this kind of slavery, we actually have the ability to do something mm-hmm. to change it. Yes. Which which is hugely encouraging for me because, you know, so often when we think about slavery, it's like, okay, I'm enslaved, can't do anything, throw my hands up, and, you know, that's the perception here. But but that's that's not the reality mm-hmm. when it comes to this is, is, is there are things that we can do to get out from under. You know, yes, avoid it on the way in. Absolutely. Don't commit yourself to, to, to debt and, and get out. of. But there are things that we can do that we can get out from under if we find ourselves in debt. Again, it's not a sin. It's a burden. And we can, we can take the stuff out of the backpack slowly, surely. Maybe it'll take one, a long time. Maybe it'll be short. But you can work at it, and, and there are things that, that can be done that way. And, and that's a huge encouragement for me as well, you know, mm-hmm. as we're, we're talking about this. So really finding out what the Word of God says mm-hmm. is, is really important. And then mm-hmm. at least, you know, trying to be open with the Lord to say, okay, show me where I'm not aligned with mm-hmm. your principles mm-hmm. so yeah. that I can walk in your freedom. And even if you find that, you know, debt repayment is is not an overnight thing. It's It takes diligence and it takes months, uh, years. months and years. And, and I guess getting into the word, but also finding people who could, you can be accountable to in a small group, like the books that and resources that you have at Com- through Compass Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are some, yeah, what I mean, are some of those? Yeah, what are some of those? your finances God's way. I mean, yeah. it's just a great one where you actually learn mm-hmm. how to manage those things. And and money and marriage is a great study to just learn how to communicate. Right. But even coming to you guys and actually taking your financial fitness course or mm-hmm. or talking about somebody coaching you personally to help you to sit down and say, can you help me look at my numbers and help me strategize, develop a game plan, how to mm-hmm. get out of debt and, and get out of the slavery. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, Cause it, I mean, and, and then I'm thinking, you know, I know our time's almost up, but I was thinking about how the Israelites wanted to go back, you know, they wanted to go back to Egypt just so they could eat better. Right. When they were living on manna, and they yeah, the getting out of journey is much very similar. We're not no, going to go there no. to, to that journey in the desert, but, but remember, there is a promised land on the other end of right. that, right? So, well, and that's why the good. community is so important to mm-hmm. say, No, yes, you just stay right. on track, don't yeah. go back, yeah. let's stay on track. And that's why we need the community, so we're not calling for Egypt anyway. Thank you, Father, for this morning and this conversation. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the resources that you have brought to Canada through uh, Compass Canada Financial Discipleship. And I thank you for the work that's being done um, through notmine.ca. And Lord, I just um, thank you for the privilege it is to be here this morning and to talk about your word. And we just ask that you would grant us revelation and understanding and the courage to face what we maybe haven't been facing in our life. And I just thank you that you're gracious and merciful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us again, Ray. What a great conversation. I mean, we've just barely got started on it, but uh, there are more. There are more podcasts to listen to. 
chri.ca, morethanenough.ca, and of course on your favorite podcasting platform. And I want to give a good shout out and thank you to Precision Diesel and Richard and Nanda and the good folks there. Just, you know, again, if there's regular maintenance on your vehicle that needs to be done, which is a good thing, uh, that's cool. But I know that Richard also loves more power. So <laughs> if you're looking for more power, then uh, Precision Diesel is the place to go. And their number is 613-774-6619. That's again, 613-774-6619. And that's it. That's it for today. So if you find you are in debt... There is an answer, and I think that's the bottom line. Look to Scripture. Again, I'm just going to go back to read Proverbs chapter 22 and then flip over to the, to the Gospels and join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.